you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Oh, those fat beats in your ear mean only one thing. It is time for another edition of the Stardom Sidem Show. Welcome, everybody. I'm your man, MG Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florio. And Florio, here we are. Pretty much to the halfway point. After this week, week nine, we will be at the halfway point of the 2022 NFL season. How are we feeling about it right now? I'm still enjoying it. I'm definitely a little bit more tired than I was at the start of the year, but uh, still still enjoying setting lineups, watching games, all of that. Because before you know it, it, it'll be gone. Absolutely will be gone, so we should try and savor as much of it as we can heading into the weekend. Anyway... Uh, you know how this show works. We go through these starts and sits every week. Michael F. Florio posts them at NFL.com slash start sit. We go through a few of them, and then you go on the internet, and you pick them apart as you are wont to do. But we got more to talk about than that. We'll talk about some players that deserve more hype and also week nine's biggest questions. But before we get into that, wanted to uh, send my shout-out, my condolences to the family and friends of Ray Guy, the Hall of Fame punter, the only punter in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the longtime Raider, of course, 
course, uh, you know, we don't see a whole lot of guys like this. We don't see a whole lot of guys getting attribution and recognition like this. He was certainly one of one. So condolences out to his family, to the Raiders family, to uh, everybody associated with Ray Guy, an absolute legend of the NFL game. All right. Let's look at some of the starts and sits. We will start with the quarterback position. Florio, who is on your list this week? Tua Tungavailoa, who is just becoming a guy you start each week. Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, a couple of Justins who I think uh, will have nice weeks. And then Aaron Rodgers, because he's playing the Detroit Lions. If you can't play him now, when can you? Uh, and then the sits, Matthew Stafford, who's been struggling this year. Jared Goff. Uh, P.J. Walker's been playing good ball. I just don't love the matchup. And then Mac Jones. Mac Jones has been in and out of the lineup, and you mentioned Aaron Rodgers is a guy that if you can't do it now, I don't know when you can do it. But let's talk about Justin Herbert because the matchup is great against the Atlanta Falcons. They have struggled all year stopping opposing passing games. Any concern, though, about the potential lack of pass catchers? We know Mike Williams is out. Keenan Allen is trending in the wrong direction. Does that worry you at all about Herbert? It does worry me a little bit. I think it lowers his ceiling for sure, but I, I still think the matchup is good enough. And Justin Herbert, I'm hoping that that week off allowed his uh, ribs to heal up. He just hasn't looked the same since that injury he suffered in week two against the Chiefs. But maybe the bye week ha has helped him overcome that. But again, this is about uh, the Atlanta Falcons. They've allowed the fourth most fantasy points uh, to quarterbacks this season, which includes giving up the most passing yards and the fourth most touchdowns I just think it's it's a week with a good matchup with a talented quarterback that even without his pass catchers with six teams on by I'd still be starting him yeah I think that's the biggest thing six teams on a bye chances are you don't have a whole lot of options even if you don't like Herbert's matchup I mean there's not a lot of places to pivot to Tua Tungavailoa has been very good this season I know a lot of us look I was a fan of Tua coming in I was hoping for the best when they added Tyreek Hill to that offense and especially the last couple of weeks he really has stepped up tough matchup though against the Bears who've been soft against the run but tough on the pass but you still like uh, Tua in your lineup this week yeah, because my thinking is the run game in Miami is purely just there to set up the pass game. Like, this offense goes as Tua and their dynamic receivers go. So, even though on paper this looks like a tough matchup, I'm going to trust the talent in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell and the fact that I don't think the Bears can hold them in check for four quarters. And Tua right now, say what you will about the guy and that his receivers are bailing him out on these deep balls or whatever. He is by far the highest completion percentage on deep passes this year. So always uh, a capability of scoring points in chunks. A quick question. Who would you rather start this week? Tua against the Bears or Lamar Jackson against the Saints on Monday night? Ooh. I'll go with Lamar there, but it's closer <laughs> than I ever thought. It's a question I've gotten a couple of times this week, so I, you know, I just wanted to kind of pull you. I said Lamar too, but I was curious to get somebody else's opinion uh, about it. Let's look over to the wide receivers now, the pass catchers, and of course uh, six teams on a bye, so a lot of pass catchers are unavailable. Who do you like? Who do you not like in week nine? Uh, we have DJ Moore in there, which was originally supposed to be Keenan Allen, but he's not looking like he's going to suit up. Juju Smith-Schuster's in play in a good matchup, as is Tyler Boyd. Uh, Chris Olave, Mr. Air Yards himself. And then some sits, Allen Robinson, uh, Bobby Trees, who's just been struggling this year, Isaiah McKenzie, and Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson hurts, but I, I just don't trust his quarterback. Right, that's that's sort of the thing. Wilson was good early, kind of faded, came back last week, but the Zach Wilson 
portion of the equation makes everybody, I think, a little bit nervous. Let's talk about Tyler Boyd, though, because a couple weeks ago had the huge game. Last week against the Browns, the, the Bengals just sputtered offensively, although a lot of that had to do with Joe Burrow lacking protection. But this week, the Titans, they don't get much of a pass rush, and their secondary is a problem, so this feels like a really good bounce-back spot for Boyd. Yeah, and I think even the fact that he had 10 fantasy points last week, despite how bad this offense played, shows that he brings a safe floor. We know the ceiling is much higher. And the reason I'm optimistic this week is because last week went so awry because the Bengals just couldn't protect Joe Burrow. This week, the, they play the Panthers, who have the third fewest sacks in the NFL. Plus, they've been struggling mightily against receivers. They're right outside the top 10 for most points allowed on the year, but in the last couple of weeks... They're allowing over 50 fantasy points per game to receivers, the second most in the NFL. And you talked about Garrett Wilson on the other side and, and not really liking the situation there with him. The Bills just a tough matchup all the way around. I would, I would think, hear me out, if there's any possibility for Garrett Wilson, it's just because the Jets will be playing from behind. But other than that, the matchup just seems like one you want to avoid if you can. I think that's the hope if you need to start Garrett Wilson this week, because I understand there are people that just might not have a better option with six teams on by, but if you have another option, I would look to go in the other direction, and it's nothing about Garrett Wilson. It's just the fact that I think this this matchup for Zach Wilson has seen ghosts written all over it, just like last week did, and he can go, it could go so wrong so fast. And the fact that, like, we haven't seen the Wilsons connect on a touchdown, he's averaging just five targets per game in games that Zach Wilson starts. There's too much volatility there for me to really get excited and want to start him unless I just don't have any other better options. Garrett Wilson was so much more productive with Joe Flacco. Unfortunately, now Joe Flacco is actually the number three quarterback in New York. So it's not like those two are going to be working together anytime soon. Let's get to this week's edition of How We Feeling. This is where we list off several players, sort of rapid fire, and talk about, well, how we're feeling about them. So let's get started with the Pharaoh himself, Tom Brady, going against the Los Angeles Rams. It's been an up-and-down year for TB12. How are we feeling about him this week? I'm just feeling mediocre about him right now. He's struggled historically against this Rams defense uh, as of late. Plus, we know Brady, as long as he's been in the NFL, the weakness is getting pressure on him. And when you have Aaron Donald, you always have a good chance of getting pressure on the quarterback. I, I still am not ready to write off Brady, you know, the rest of the season. I wouldn't be surprised if him and the Bucks bounce back. I just, I don't love his matchup this week. Yeah, I would be worried about him. I and mean, just he just been has been mediocre at best so far this season. Deontay Foreman has been pretty great in limited opportunities since Christian McCaffrey left. But I'll tell you, I'm a little bit worried about him right now, mostly because he missed practice on Wednesday with an ankle injury. Plus, there's talk that Chuba Hubbard could get back into the mix there. So it just feels like the Panthers do want to see what they have with Hubbard. The Bengals sort of middle of the road when it comes to stopping fantasy running back. So all those things, the injury, the potential return of Chuba Hubbard, and the matchup leave me to feel just sort of meh about the starting Deontay Foreman. I get it. With a lot of good running backs on a bye, you might be forced into that situation, but I'm not super excited about it. Speaking of running backs that could have some competition in the backfield, Eno Benjamin against the Seahawks. How are we feeling? You know, Benjamin's been pretty reliable uh, as the starter with James Conner absent. We have seen Conner return to practice. I know he's practiced the last couple of weeks and didn't play, but my thinking with Eno is the same that it's been. Like, if Conner plays, I think you get him out of your starting lineup and you, you can't really use him. But if Conner sits, I think Eno then is like a RB2 or flex option in a pretty good matchup this week. 
over to the Detroit Lions and Jamal Williams. He's got the Green Bay Packers this week in a game that could maybe be high scoring if the Packers can live up to their end of the bargain. I like Jamal Williams this week. I think he's in a very good spot. He is dominating those carries inside the five-yard line, and that is by design at this point in the season. But he's had 50 or more rushing yards in just about every game he's played this season, has eight rushing touchdowns. The only player who has more rushing scores this year is Nick Chubb. Packers can be had on the ground, and with DeAndre Swift still nursing some injuries, I think Jamal Williams is in a great spot, so I feel very good about him. Let's stay in the NFC North and go over to Chicago. David Montgomery has the Dolphins defense this week. How do you feel about him? I think he's in play as like a low-end RB2 or a flex option. He doesn't bring the, the highest of floor, but we know there's more upside there. But I continue to say I would be trying to trade David Montgomery while he's still a big relevant name because he's now splitting carries with Khalil Herbert. He has four targets in his last three games. Justin Fields is taking rushing production away. But if he's on your roster, especially a week like this with six teams on by, I think he's in play as a starter. I wish I, wish I could get more out of Michael uh, out of a David Montgomery, but unfortunately, it's just been yeah, so frustrating. Uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown as we go back to that Lions Packers matchup. And, and I'll tell you what, I feel fine about I'm on Ross St. Brown. He is still going to be a target machine, uh, you know, with no TJ Hawkinson now, maybe even a few more targets there because he continues to work uh, in the middle of the field there in that uh, the Detroit Lions offense. So I feel really good about Amon Rice St. Brown. If you've got him, put him in your lineup. I think you're going to continue to get good things. Let's go to one of his former college teammates. That's Michael Pittman Jr. in Indianapolis taking on the Patriots. How do you feel about him? I don't love the quarterback. I don't love the matchup, but I still think Michael Pittman Jr. is in play every week. One, because of his talent, but two, just because of volume. Like, nine targets last week with Sam Mellinger, nine targets the week before, 16 the week before that. He is one game all year with less than eight targets. When you're getting that kind of volume and you're a player as talented as Michael Pittman, I still think you have to start him each week. I think that's the case. He's the one guy I think you can sort of still believe in in that offense. Last one, Cole Hardman against the Tennessee Titans. I don't feel great. The matchup's not bad. The Titans secondary is one that can be had. But the thing with Cole Hardman is that it just feels like lightning in a bottle whenever you get those big games. You don't know what the usage is going to be. Sure, it was nice that he scored all those touchdowns against the 49ers a couple of weeks ago, but you just can't count on the targets. You can't count on the touches and throw in the fact that Kadarius Toney could be active and getting some sort of opportunity in this offense. That means one more guy to potentially take opportunities away. So this is one I would completely stay away from. Tight end starts and sits for week nine. Florio, go. Zach Ertz, who's as consistent as they get. Uh, Evan Ingram, who's been pretty consistent as of late in his own right. Gerald Everett, because someone's got to catch passes there in a good matchup. And then Noah Fant, a sneaky streaming option this week. Some sits. TJ Hawkinson, you see there the little Vikings helmet. We're going to get into that. Hunter Henry, Cole Komet, and Kate Otten. Just not enough volume there to trust those guys. We keep trying to make Kate Otten a thing, and it's just it's just not being a thing at this point. You talk about Evan Ingram, and at the beginning of the year, he was a sleeper, he was a streamer. At this point, Florio, he's played enough, played well enough, that maybe he's just a start, and he's got a good matchup against the Raiders. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think he's done well enough where we got to stop talking about him as like a guy you could pick up off the waiver wire and just be like, hey, he's a tight end you want to roster and start because he has at least six targets in each of the last four games with at least nine fantasy points in each of those and over 10 in three of them. That is more volume and weekly production than most tight ends can say they are getting right now. Uh, and then... He's has a good matchup this week against the Raiders, who have allowed the third most fantasy points to tight ends, including the third most touchdowns. Uh, he's coming off of a game where he caught his first touchdown as a Jaguar. He scored over 15 fantasy points. The arrow's trending up. The matchup is great. I say get him in your lineup. Was that a Jaguar? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> is that what that was? It was? I thought my stomach was growling or something. Uh, on the other side, there's, there's TJ Hawkinson, who... Just got traded from the Detroit Lions to the Minnesota Vikings. So looking for him to have his first game with his new team against the Washington Commanders. But you don't like him this week, huh? So it's not that I don't like him. It's that I just I never fully trust pass catchers like receivers, tight ends who are going into a new offense, especially this guy got traded three days ago. He's going to have half of a week to learn an offense. And I know we saw Christian McCaffrey play uh, in like a limited role his first week on a team. It's a lot easier for a running back, especially when compared to a tight end. Hawkinson not only needs to learn routes, he needs to get his timing down with Jared Goff. He also needs to learn how to block because tight ends are basically playing two positions out there. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see him limited, if we see a couple of easy routes that they designed for to just get him involved. But I, I have a lot of concerns about the volume, and it's a really tough matchup. The commanders have been the best team at stopping tight ends this year. Which is a wild thing to say because they struggle <laughs> in so many other areas stopping things. Yeah, I think it, I think it's worth giving Hawkinson a week or two to sort of get acclimated before we look at putting him in some lineups there. Let's talk about some guys we think deserve a little bit more hype and are must-starts this week. So, Mike, start us off. We're going with the Kittens. DeAndre Swift. He is a player that right now I would be trying to trade and get on all of my rosters. He's so explosive. He's averaging over seven yards uh, per carry, almost eight yards per catch. And if you drafted DeAndre Swift, he's missed time. I know last week when he was very limited, I think they were easing him back in. Uh, it's frustrating. So you might be in need of a win right now. So that just means that the manager that has him, you could probably get him for a little bit cheaper right now. Definitely think it's worth adding him to the roster. My only concern is, as I mentioned, Jamal Williams getting so much goal line work, but I yeah. think extra targets are coming with TJ Hawkinson not in Detroit anymore. I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs against the Jaguars. Didn't mean for so much alliteration, but hey, we'll roll with it. <laughs> I know it was a bad week last week against the Saints. The Saints, not bad against the run. The Jaguars, bad against the run. And I think the Raiders want to get back to what was helping them out the last few weeks before they got shut out by New Orleans. And I think that means leaning on Josh Jacobs a little bit more. I also think, by the way, it means you see a few more targets to Devontae Adams after a poor week. But I definitely think if you had Josh Jacobs and he let you down, keep rolling with him. He's been so good all year long. This is a bounce back opportunity. So you talked about the commanders defensively and not wanting to start TJ Hawkinson, but offensively, there's a guy you wouldn't mind starting. Oh, yeah, Terry McLaurin, and, and he has been playing much better because of plays like this that you see here. He's, I mean, that's all him. Like, he is just so good. We know how good and how talented he is. But Carson Wentz was spreading the ball out, you know, going more to Curtis Samuel, whereas Taylor Heineke, he's like, I know what Terry can do. I'm just going to throw it downfield, let Terry do his thing. So more volume with Taylor Heineke is only a good thing for Terry McLaurin. Definitely love the Heineke to McLaurin connection. And I'm going to round this out with Juju Smith-Schuster. And I talked about my concern about 
Nicole Hardman going against the Titans, I have no such concerns about Juju Smith-Schuster. He is starting to get more opportunities. It looks like he and Patrick Mahomes are starting to get more on the same page. Yes, Travis Kelsey is still the number one option there, but Juju really solidifying himself as the number two. He's looking like the guy we thought he would be when we were spending kind of a mid to late round draft pick on him. It's nice to see that this feels like another really good spot for Juju in week nine. Up next, find out which star running backs Florio says need to be riding the bench this weekend for you. Plus, we're talking about who's getting into Club Dub, who's going to get you 25 fantasy points or more in fantasy this week. That's after the break on the Stardom Sodom Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. NFL Votes is a nonpartisan initiative that supports and encourages civic engagement among NFL players and fans. The November 8th election has the potential to be game-changing for our future. NFL teams across the league are utilizing their stadiums for voting. Make your voice heard, scan the QR code, or go to NFL.com votes to learn more. Taking a look at the start and sit running backs for Week 9. Who's up and who's down this week? Aaron Jones is a must-start against the Detroit Lions. Joe Mixon gets so much volume each week that he is still a start. Raheem Mostert in a good matchup against the Bears. And then Tyler Algier in a good matchup against the Chargers. Some sits. James Robinson, I just don't want to trust the Jets' backfield against the Bills. Uh, Brian Robinson, too much going on in that backfield. Daryl Henderson Jr., same thing. And Kenyon Drake, just a tough matchup and Gus Edwards still up in the air. Well, you mentioned uh, Daryl Henderson. Reports are Cam Akers expected to practice for the Rams on Thursday. Don't know what that means for you know the whole backfield, but looks like Akers could be back in the mix very soon. Let's talk about Raheem Mostert, though, because he has been very good all year long. I know he got his old running mate Jeff Wilson back there via a trade this week, but this matchup against the Bears just seems too sweet to avoid. Yeah, not only have the Bears allowed a ton of production to running backs this year, the type of production they've allowed are what fits Raheem Mostert's strength. Like, I know everyone in the world had Tony Pollard as a start last week, but I write these on Sunday the week before, and I had Tony Pollard because I was like, he's the outside runner for the Cowboys, and that's what the Bears struggle on all year long. Well, Raheem Mostert... Not only does he have more carries outside the tackle than inside, he's far more productive, much more successful, gets more breakaway runs there. So we know how fast and explosive he is. This could be a game with the amount of volume he sees that he just goes boom. This feels like a very big game coming up for Raheem Mostert. On the other side, you mentioned Brian Robinson as a sit. I mean, the matchup's not great. The backfield is a mess. I feel like you could have just said commanders running backs as a whole, and it would pretty much be the same thing. Yeah, I don't want to start any of them. Like, Brian Robinson was getting the carries where, like, J.D. McKissick was getting most of the targets, and then Gibson was kind of mixed in. Gibson is really eating into the other two production, and last week, Robinson played just 25% of the snaps. He finished with two fantasy points. The floor is just entirely too low. And like you said, it's a tough matchup against the Vikings who are in the bottom 10 in fantasy points allowed to running backs. I would sit Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, all of the Washington running backs. Yep, just uh, stay away from that backfield at this point. Terry McLaurin, kind of the only thing we can sort of pin our fantasy hopes on in the meantime for this Washington offense. All right, you know what time it is. Get that hair gel ready and that Jaquar Noir. And get your fist pumps going because it's time to get into Club Dove. The guys who are going to get you 25 fantasy points this week. We got our money guns ready right now. So, Florio, who gets in behind the velvet ropes this week? DeAndre Hopkins, who had the, the best Halloween costume I've seen this year. 
DeAndre Hopkins, Cali is not, uh, once again, not liking the money gun. But uh, D-Hop, at least 13 targets in two straight games, over 100 yards in each of them. He caught a touchdown last week. I know the Seahawks have been very, very good as of late and just all year against receivers. I don't care. D-Hop is so good. And I think they'll have to throw the ball to keep up with Geno Smith and that Seahawks offense. So all the volume, air yards, everything that he's been getting, he's going to go off this week. He's also elevated Kyler Murray in fantasy points as well. So force-feeding the ball to DeAndre Hopkins seems to work. And, yeah, that sideshow Bob costume he was rocking was amazing. For me, I'm going down to Jacksonville and... Oh, we got to get our money going. Come on, let's go. Yeah, there it is. Had to kind of get it loosened up a little bit, but it's going to be Travis Etienne. We're still helping this thing out. I don't care. We're throwing our money in the air. Travis Etienne going against the Las Vegas Raiders this week. Going to be in the club. We talked on the NFL Fantasy Football Show about how he is among the league leaders in runs over 20 yards, yet he was 23rd when it came to rush attempts per game. I think that changes now with James Robinson out of the mix there in Jacksonville, and he's got a good matchup against a bad Raiders run defense etn had 25 points last week i think he gets you 25 or more again this week so there it is those are the guys who are going to be living it up at club dub this week just a reminder by the way if you subscribe to this show which you should subscribe like it send us comments as well we appreciate all of that stuff you can get all of our fantasy football content in your podcast feed all week long that includes the nfl fantasy football show also includes the q a show so be sure to do that you can check out those shows of course in the NFL Fantasy app, on the NFL Fast Channels, and at YouTube.com slash NFL Fantasy Football. So there it is. That'll do it for this edition of the Stardom Sidham Show. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you also enjoy Week 9. For Mike, I am Marcus. That is it. Have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.